Welcome to Healthcare Tech Talk, a podcast looking at tech talk with a twist. Listen in as our experts from Brillo invite leaders from some of the largest healthcare systems and companies across the U.S. to discuss and share how they are transforming healthcare. It's a tech talk and real talk from the people who are working to transform and improve healthcare every day. Hi, everyone. I'm Avantika Sharma the Global Head of Healthcare at Brillio. Let's get started. On today's episode, we welcome San Banerjee. San has an exemplary track record of over 20 years in driving digital transformation across healthcare and financial services sector. He has a deep understanding of agile product development approach, marketing technology, and data analytics capabilities, leveraging them to deliver digital products and services. Being hands-on and entrepreneurial himself, San has experience partnering with startups and advising large payers and providers as well on how to drive successful customer transformation initiatives. So that's a lot of great experience, San. So I really appreciate and thank you for joining us today. So Antika, thanks for having me here and happy to share my thoughts. Uh, looking forward to this. All right, so without further delay, Let's get to our very first question. No discussion these days, San, about digital technology innovation can happen without the mention of artificial intelligence. Do you believe that AI is reshaping healthcare industry? So my short answer is yes, AI is real. I'll say it again, AI is real. And just to be clear here, AI has been there for a long period of time, right? It is not, it is not new. Right, and uh, AI has been traditionally being used to augment what people can do. There's a buzz around Gen AI these days because this is a new concept where it is augmenting what people do more with machine doing more than what people do today. Right, so it's pretty pretty uh, new, but also I would say it is something that has a lot of potential to really impact the way healthcare delivery is done. So let me take you. Uh, in a kind of a quick um, tour in terms of what the world of possibilities look like. So I think the traditional ways of utilizing AI to uh, automate a lot of administrative tasks is something which is very intuitive, very it's known. But if you really think about healthcare delivery, AI really can bring in uh, things like enhancing the diagnosis of things that typically is done by a lot of providers. Because if you think about clinical information, a lot of clinical information is a lot of data. AI really can help uh, process all of that to really help provider diagnosis something correctly. It also can utilize, it can be utilized to really kind of create personalized treatment plans for a lot of conditions which needs a lot of complex coordination of care. It also can help, uh, one of the examples that I really love is um, if you think about medical imaging, right? Uh, medical imaging is a process where lot of information around images that are done for an individual over a period of time is typically analyzed by a provider. But medical imaging analysis to really ensure that providers can read the right things and to really diagnose and detect the right stuff can be can be done using AI. So there's a there's a world of possibilities. I believe that um, AI really can help and impact the way care delivery is done. And again I'd say it is pretty real. Well, San, thank you so much for that answer. I 
I love the way you explained care coordination and how the complex care coordination can become simpler. And I can totally imagine that across various states in the U.S., sometimes the access to care itself is so complicated, right? And if AI can actually prevent a lot of people from, you know, getting into any sort of emergencies or can actually prevent them from getting into a serious health condition by using AI, I I 100% agree that is surely the way to go. Absolutely. So follow up to that, San, from your experience, how do you think the hyperscalers like the likes of Amazon, Microsoft, Google, how are they fueling this entire AI journey? I know they're acquiring a lot of companies, but apart from that, how do you think they are, you know, helping shape the whole AI process in the healthcare space? So that's a great question, Avantika. I think, um, you know, as you probably know, or everybody knows that Healthcare traditionally has been slow to adopt new and emerging tech um, because of various reasons, right? Because, you know, to really look at things that has to be proven first before it can be implemented within healthcare, because healthcare is all about leading and dealing with people. I think hyperscalers really can help, in my mind, to help will this adoption in a fast manner. So... If, if you really think about the hyperscalers that are in the marketplace, um, I know that AWS recently has introduced a um, AI-based uh, health scribe, which can help develop and build clinical applications that apply AI, ML, and speech recognition. It goes a long way to really bring that context to a healthcare enterprise to really augment whatever a healthcare enterprise is doing and adopt and drive some adoption. Similarly, um, Microsoft recently declared a relationship with Epic to bring generative AI in EHR. Just imagine a world where a provider can be augmented by all these notes being written for him or her so that a provider really can focus on the care and work top of the license. So hyperscalers in this space really can bring the thought process uh, have some meaningful interventions to help healthcare enterprises basically adopt and scale this effort up um, in a very short period of time. So do you feel, uh, San, from, you know, from a provider's perspective, the nurse staff, um, the admin staff, the providers, the doctors themselves, right? From their perspective, is adoption to these EHR systems and the role of AI in these EHR system, do you feel that's something that they're more open towards or do you feel that's going to take some time before the adoption really happens? So that's a good question again. Um, I would say that um, it will take some time. A lot of the providers in this space, they are watching this space, they are aware of what is happening, but... Uh, I think they really want to see how it will all shape up before adoption happens in full scale. Um, and keep in mind that change management is hard, specifically in healthcare. Um, and um, I, I, I basically see from my perspective is all these things will be accounted for, specifically from a provider and a clinical staff, to really see uh, how that can be adopted in their day-to-day -day life. And it also is not about the technology adoption. It is also a huge change management within the enterprise. It is also the process part of it, the people training. A lot of people's roles have to change if those things have to be adopted in the right way. So I think all these factors 
is kind of driving to a place uh, which is kind of having a lot of people accept these changes, but they will take the time to really adopt it in their day-to-day lives once some of these things are clarified. Absolutely. And I'm sure for the people who are listening into this podcast, I'm sure they're very glad that at least we are now talking about it. A lot of us have experiences of filling lots and lots of paper documents every time we visit. Lots the clinical staff, you know, doing end-of-day shifts just to fill up the paperwork, right? So absolutely. I think the fact that we are talking about it and we are discussing that itself is a step towards change. So I'm really, really glad that that's happening today. Yeah, absolutely. Now, Seth, one follow-up to that, and I think you did hint towards it in your um, previous answer as well, is that, you know, there are impressive possibilities across the provider and the peer space um, about what AI can do. But the real deployment of AI solution in practice is still very limited. We do see a lot of hype. We do see a lot of people. They're sort of having a FOMO to know more about it, to learn more about it. But still the adoption is happening at a lower pace. According to you, what are the top challenges um, that the AI adoption is going to have in the healthcare space? Yeah, I think it's an interesting question and an important question, right, that a lot of us kind of noodle on uh, have been noodling on and noodle on every day. I think in my mind, uh, for having a full-scale adoption of AI and Gen AI efforts in a large you know, enterprise, health enterprise, here are some of the things that is top of everybody's mind. The first one is financial ROI. With any kind of an effort, people look at it from a return of investment perspective. And it's like a catch-22 here, right? So when you really do a pilot, really do an initial small effort, the ROI has to be established to really scale it up. So that num- that is number one in my mind, uh, that everybody has to uh, kind of succinctly define to really scale up AI within their enterprise. The second is data challenges. Uh, AI is built on a lot of data, and data is like you know the main power behind everything that happens from an AI perspective. And uh, with all the hybrid data sets across all different types of applications within the enterprise, creating the models and training them accordingly, data challenges are pretty real, right? Ensuring what you need to protect, what can be shared outside in the ecosystem. Those are all real things that uh, many people need to have the right clarity to really drive that effort forward. The third one is really the importance of interoperability. you know, any kind of AI effort means interoperating it across the ecosystem. Uh, it is not a standalone effort. And ensuring that the interoperability is done correctly with all the applications, the way the data is shared across applications is another uh, big area of considerations, right, which everybody has to think through. And then I will say the last two one is primarily the security compliance and the ethical use of AI as probably one thing I may know that a lot of people are trying to figure out what's the right secured way, right compliant way to kind of do any kind of initiative in this, which has to be ethical. It should not really um, create any kind of compliance problems, right? Um, I get a lot of pings from different kind of people within the industry saying, how did you do that? What's the best practice here? Uh, so that's one another big reason. And the last one I would say is, um, a lot of people forget that AI and enterprise AI effort is an enterprise effort. Technology is only one part of the game. People process and change management is a big one. 
all those three pieces have to be done correctly for any AI effort to be successful. And a lot of uh, people in the industry are trying to figure out what the best practices looks like in terms of uh, having answers to all of those three pieces to be able to scale that up. So in my mind, those are some of the key reasons why what is kind of deterring the immediate scale-up. And I think there are a lot of answers that are already available for these things that I've laid out. Um, and the more anybody is clear in terms of all of that, and those enterprises probably are ahead of the game. Well, I love the way you summarized so many challenges in such a structured way. Thank you so much. And I definitely agree on you know, ethical and security and compliance challenges and responsible AI is anyways the talk about the future, right? How do we make sure that we have responsible AI embedded into anything that we say is about technology? So I wholeheartedly agree, Sam, the way you summarize the challenges. Now with that, there are a lot of people listening into the podcast today across different sectors of life. What would be your key message for the audience, Sam? So I have four key messages here. One is AI in healthcare is real. It is happening and it will happen. It will continue to happen. That's number one. Number two is it has the power to change the way we deliver healthcare. It is very, very powerful, right? And sooner people accept and believe that that's what is most important. The third is learn, start small. Even if there are mistakes that are done, Start small. Every every enterprise has to start this. And the last one is, please seek help if you need help. There's a lot of help available uh, in the industry. People have gone through that path. So if there is help that is needed, please seek help. And I'll say this, that the more you know, the more you interact in the community in terms of how people are utilizing AI, the more well-informed you will be to embrace change within your enterprise. Well, Thank you, Seth, for, for providing great insights and being on our guest today. Thank you for being here and uh, thank you for uh, reaching out and um, appreciate this opportunity. Absolutely. And for those of you who are listening in, you can learn more about the show by visiting the program page on healthcarenowradio.com. And be sure to connect with me on Twitter and on LinkedIn. I'm your host, Avantika Sharma. Thank you for listening in. Healthcare Tech Talk is produced by Brillio. Brillo is a global leader in enterprise digital transformation solutions, providing strategic consulting and implementing digital solutions for Fortune 500 plus customers. You can learn more about the company at Brillo.com and be sure to follow us on Twitter at Brillo Global.